Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is July 17th of 2023, and we're celebrating Monday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time. Our gospel comes to us from the gospel according to Matthew, chapter 10, verse 34, through chapter 11, verse 1. And Jesus said to his apostles, Do not think that I have come to bring peace upon the earth. I have come to bring not peace, but the sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and one's enemies will be those of his household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and whoever receives a righteous man because he is righteous will receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink because he is a disciple, amen, I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward. When Jesus finished giving these commandments, commands to his twelve disciples, he went away from that place to teach and to preach in their towns. With today's first reading, we move from the book of Genesis into the book of Exodus. We could say the next phase of salvation history. The author tells us that a new king, who knew nothing of Joseph, came to power in Egypt. Now, biblical scholars debate the meaning of that Hebrew phrase. What does it mean, a new king who knew nothing of Joseph, right? It seems that it means more than just that Pharaoh didn't know Joseph personally, right? However, it's unlikely that Pharaoh was ignorant of the very recent history of his people. Yeah, maybe he didn't know Joseph personally, but it's not that he didn't know in like the absolute sense, like he had no idea about what Joseph did. What's more probable is that what it means is that the new king didn't care about what Joseph had done. In fact, some Bibles translate that phrase as a new king to whom Joseph meant nothing came to power. A new king to whom Joseph meant nothing came to power. Now, clearly this new Pharaoh thinks that he's pretty powerful and that the world revolves around him and his kingdom. And for a time, anyways, it seems that he might actually be right. The world of the Jews becomes one of suffering and hardship, and they cry out against their treatment. Yet, in spite of whatever power Pharaoh might seem to have, he only yields it because God permits him to have a part in salvation history. When he gives his discourse on salvation history to the Sanhedrin, St. Stephen summarizes what happened this way. He says, When the time drew near for the fulfillment of the promise that God had pledged to Abraham, the people had increased and became very numerous in Egypt, until another king who knew nothing of Joseph came to power in Egypt. That's Acts 7, right? When the time for fulfillment drew near. Interesting the way Stephen says that. Meaning, when it came time for God, for what God had planned to come to pass, he made use of Pharaoh and his little kingdom and his tiny bit of power to enact his saving designs. Now, there's two things that we can take away from this, and both are reiterated in today's gospel. 
First, God's plans are always good. In fact, they're not just good, they're always the best, even though they might entail suffering or difficulties. As Christ tells his apostles, do not think that I have come to bring peace upon the earth. I have come to bring not peace, but the sword. Nevertheless, through these struggles and difficulties, God is working on our salvation. Secondly, the final say of what really matters in this life belongs to God. As we said, Pharaoh really thought he enjoyed great power, and he cast aside and trampled on Joseph's memory. It's rather ironic, then, that Joseph is mentioned by name throughout the Bible. His deeds and his role in salvation history are forever remembered throughout the Bible, and as we've heard in the past weeks, his life is recorded in great detail. Now, Pharaoh is remembered too, this is true, but never in such great detail. And interestingly enough, Pharaoh never gets a proper name. He's always just called Pharaoh throughout the Old and New Testaments. Indeed, scholars aren't even sure which king of Egypt he was, since all he's remembered for is being that evil ruler who stubbornly tried to kill the Jews. There's not enough identifying marks to pinpoint him. In the Gospel, Christ tells us that God never forgets a good deed. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink because he is a disciple, amen, I say to you, he will not lose his reward. A cup of water to a little one, what, what could be more insignificant? Yet God remembers it, and he'll reward it. So we can ask ourselves, are we short-sighted like Pharaoh? Do we have eyes only for this world and for the rewards of this life? Or do we have our gaze firmly set upon heaven? So today, through the intercession of Mary, Queen of Heaven and Earth, let's ask for the grace to trust in God's plans and to be willing to lose even our lives for Christ's sake.